Welcome back, beautiful people. This is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Daniels. And I just wanted to thank our listeners today for uh, spending time with us. Hopefully you guys are learning a little something here. And we appreciate all the feedback, emails, and, and questions that you have sent because this is really how we come up with our topics. Um, you know, today we're, we're going to bring up a tragedy uh, that recently occurred, but I do want to highlight the importance of, you know, um, medical tourism and, uh, you know, making decisions based off of finances as opposed to coming up with the best possible result. Um, and uh, I, I think most of you know what I'm going to talk about. It is the recent death of two Americans that crossed the border, uh, you know, to have cosmetic surgery. And so, um, this was uh, a black woman who traveled to Mexico, uh, you know, with three other individuals to receive a tummy tuck because it was cheaper there. And, you know, listen, uh, I, I can't comment on the decision process. I, you know, I understand that not everybody can afford Beverly Hills pricing. What I would say is there are sometimes alternatives in smaller towns that are uh, in your area. And, and the idea is... Um, you know, this is your body. Um, you know, I know that, uh, you know, sometimes it can be expensive. There are, uh, you know, financing options and all kinds of things. But this, this particular female went down from an abdominoplasty, uh, you know, to a town across the Texan border into uh, Tamaulipas, uh, Mexico. And unfortunately, uh, what the cartel was saying is that this was a case of mistaken identity and uh, two of the Americans were killed. Um, this should highlight the fact, uh, you know, that medical tourism not only is uh, not necessarily as safe, um, but we're going to go into some of the reasons again. I know we had a previous podcast on medical tourism, and so you can visit uh, some of the stats there. Um, but what I will say is, you know, in 2007, there were probably 750,000 Americans that went abroad for surgery. And in 2017, it was, you know, 1.4 million. So obviously, because uh, there is more awareness, um, we have Americans that are traveling abroad the, you know, for some of these procedures. And I think there are a couple different things, uh, you know, Dr. Danpoy, that we can focus on. You, you know, one is the finances. Um, but two, I want to kind of talk about what happens if you have a potential complication. You know, I would love to say that we never have any complications. I would love to say that, but um, you know, that would be lying. You know, the idea is the more you operate, the more you're gonna wind up with things because certain things are out of your control. Now, um, imagine, <laughs> you know, someone crossing a border or going, uh, you know, far away from your home in order to save money, and then you have a potential complication. Um, you know, I'm not saying that there aren't good surgeons uh, in all different countries. I'm not saying that. And sometimes in Mexico, there are some U.S. board certified plastic surgeons that move back home mm -hmm. um, and they practice there. And so, you know, I, I understand why this would happen uh, where, where people would go travel to them. It's not that they're not great surgeons. The issue arises 
if something goes wrong. Because usually what happens is when you go to Colombia, you go to Costa Rica, you go to Mexico, and you have your surgery done, when you're done, that's it. There's no follow-up. And and sometimes they do virtual follow-ups and things like that. But that's not the same thing. And so I'm going to look at some of the most common complications with this particular procedure, an abdominoplasty. Sometimes it can be the bane of our existence because patients, and you could do everything perfectly right. You have, you know, you've got the greatest contour. The incision looks amazing. Um, and, And some people have... You know, let's say you're planning on placing drains. Let's say you're not placing drains. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you don't place drains and all of a sudden you're scheduled to go at seven days and you have a, a ton of fluid that has developed in the belly. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are, these are problems where then you're going to have to go see someone in your area and then you're going to have to pay somebody in your area. And I think if you kind of rewind and before you even get into the complications, you know, medical tourism has been really, has been on the rise. And for two reasons, the aesthetic world where people want to get stuff done, um, they go for the cheaper price, whether it's in Mexico or in South America or in Central America, or actual necessary procedures like a hip replacement, where somebody who doesn't have insurance in the U.S. flies to Manila and gets it done because it's much cheaper. These are all relatively the same. And the, the amount of problems that can happen with medical tourism are really, there's, it's unsurmountable. The things that can happen, including death, are very, um, it's an actual reality. And this is why we're talking about it. And when you have the cover of the New York Times and the Washington Post coming out with Mexico kidnappings put a spotlight on medical tourism or kidnapping in Mexico draws attention to medical tourism industry. There's a big industry there. Mm-hmm. And like Dr. Lake, you just said, it, there are some, there's nothing wrong with the surgeons there. I don't think there's, we're, we're pointing, we're not here pointing fingers at anyone doing the surgery. We're well, pointing would, you know, I will qualify that. I would say, listen, if they are a U.S. board certified plastic surgeon that are, are in Mexico, I yeah. would say that's fantastic. I'm, you know, uh, by by all means, I, I understand you found the right one. The problem is getting is there, gonna... getting there, mm-hmm. coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the patients that we operate, and we operate on patients from all over the world, from places as far as, as, as China and Dubai, as to as, as, as New York City, and people fly in to have surgery with us. Mm-hmm. We have certain really steadfast rules that people have to be here for a certain amount of time, most of the time, seven to 10 days. If it's a further flight, maybe 14 to 21 days, we push that. And we say, if you're going to come get this done, we don't want something detrimental to happen to you. And we also have, uh, you know, colleagues that we trust that are board certified in different cities. So when these people fly in, God forbid, there's a complication. I know that I trust someone to follow up with them. And usually, uh, you know, they're doing us a favor. Absolutely. Um, and so the idea is uh, for the money that you may save when you travel, you know, you have to think, all right, you're carrying a bag. So even if you have someone who helps you along, um, just the, just you're surrounded by a million people. Some could be sick, some not. Uh, and let's say, you get sick or you develop an infection or you know any one of the number of complications that can occur while you're traveling um you really want to add that on to you know convalescing at the same time i just 
Um, you know, again, I, I completely understand people are going to say, oh, you're on your high horse here in Beverly Hills and your prices are out, out of uh, the norm. But we're not telling you to come here. Yeah. That the key is here. Here's, here's the, the, the takeaway from this. And I, and I only want to tell you this because I, I, I went through a plastic surgery residency. We had a cosmetic clinic where you could have come and gotten the same procedure done for pennies, literally. Mm-hmm. And you had guys that were already trained in general surgery. We were full-time surgeons. I mean, we've already learned how to operate. And then we had our bosses, the attendings, in the room watching over us. Mm-hmm. Now, I find that to be a lot safer than to go to Mexico when there's it's just lawless. And that's the issue to me. There aren't certain stringent guidelines that the surgeons have to go by. Don't go anywhere. Dr. Daniel Poor and I will be back after this break. Forget about, I don't know what the sterility rules are or anything like that, but even when you read some of these articles that I'm reading in, in the Washington Post, the LA Times, the New York Times, and these are big, major, major newspapers in the US talking about, you know, there's about 100,000 or so people that go every year to get these procedures done. And we don't know the guidelines. You don't want to run into a problem where you're going for an elective operation and God forbid something happens to you like this. Now, this was a real one-off because there is, I guess, a mistake by one cartel taking the patients and, and dragging them through the city after they bang, you know, bonked them in the head. And I mean, it was, it, this was, there's videos of this out there. And yeah. it, is, it is so sad to watch because, again, this lady went to get a tummy tuck. How many tummy tucks do we do a year here? A couple hundred? Easy. I mean, they come in, they go, they come back, they're happy. I mean, you do this to improve in your quality of life, not to lose your quality of life. And that's something that you really have to think about. There are people in your area, I promise you, that I, if you really look hard enough, guarantee you you'll find a board-certified plastic surgeon that would have done the same procedure for the same price, maybe a tiny bit more. But there are levels of how expensive things get um, not everyone has to come to Beverly Hills. There are a lot of practitioners. I know a ton of practitioners in the U.S. that do things for more affordable prices so everyone can get everything done. Mm-hmm. It just means you have to shop around. Last thing I would ever do is drive into Mexico. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, again, maybe this is common knowledge for me. We live in California. We're right here. We can drive down to Baja, California if we want. We don't do that because it's a little more dangerous. It's dangerous. Some of these places are, are, are really banned from the U.S. as being places that we shouldn't go to. And they weren't privy to this or they didn't know about this and they drove in and unfortunately they were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. We're praying for their families. Um, you know, it just is, serves as a highlight on medical tourism, the things that can go wrong. And, you know, we hope... That if you have any questions or you're looking for a referral or something like that, go ahead, feel free to reach out to us because uh, I would much rather that than, um, you know, uh, have something like this happen. And again, Dr. Daniel Poor brought up, imagine every plastic surgery program in the country usually has a cosmetic clinic. Now, the reddest resident is part of the procedure, which means that they are learning how to do it. However, they are not doing it by themselves. They usually have a, an attending that's with them who's done the, you know, this for 10 plus years. 
that can assist and show exactly what needs to be done. So I would say it's even safer uh, because everybody is following every single rule to the letter to make sure that you get the you get the best results. So, and again, it's not just again. So you guys understand, it's not just plastic surgery and cosmetic surgery. It's simple dentistry. People are going down to have mm-hmm. molars pulled. People are going down to have extractions of wisdom teeth. Veneers. There are programs Veneers. everywhere in this country that has residents where somebody came into the office this is a couple of years ago that had a tooth that was chipped. Couldn't afford the person in this building. I sent her to three other places. She couldn't afford. I ended up sending somebody that I knew that was at USC who was, a, who was a, in training and they did it for her for nothing because they're learning. But they have people above them that are supervising them. You know, interestingly enough, I'm reading this article and it says, you could be too young or too old for an orthopedic surgery. You could be too small or too big for a bariatric surgery. And then you find a surgeon in another country who's willing to offer you the treatment. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are guidelines. There are specific guidelines that we go by that make something safe. If we don't think someone should have an operation, we flat out tell them you are not a candidate for this. Other countries don't care and they do it for the money. I want you to hear me out, guys. It is very, very important. I say this passionately because we turn people away regularly if we think we are going to do any harm for them. And that's what's important, guys. Medical tourism is something that works. People go to Turkey every day to get hair transplants. They have it down like a science there, okay? They do, from what I heard, some of these clinics do 50 a day, okay? Personally, if I was getting my hair transplant, I wouldn't want to go somewhere that's doing 50 a day. I'd want to be taken care of a little more. But hey, they do them, and, and it's working out, and they, they have a good system. They're not going to kill you with a hair transplant. <laughs> but if you're going to go get a hip replacement or you're going to have major surgery, I, I've, I read this article, talked about people getting transplants in other countries. Personally, listen, I understand if you can't afford it. Interesting part about the U.S. system is even if you can't afford it, there is a way. Mm-hmm. You just have to find the way. The amount of free surgery that Dr. Lakey and I have done in the last 20 years of our life, you can't even put a number on it. And we're happy that we did because it turned, it, it helped us train to, to be who we are. But you have to look for it. Do not take the easy way out and say, my friend went and got a tummy tuck, liposuction, breast implants, facelift, nose job, all at the same time for $2,000 in Mexico. It's too good to be true, guys. Just hear me out, okay? It is important that you take the safe route. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah, I think... Uh you know, again, we're praying for the families of the victims. And um, this, again, really spotlights the fact that medical tourism carries risks. There's no doubt. And so you really need to search for all avenues before you decide to make these decisions. And so um, I hope you learned a little something here today. I'll tell you really quick, one other thing. I had a patient that came through this office two or three years ago. She went overseas. She went to Turkey for a BBL, so so a Brazilian butt lift. Had liposuction done and fat transfer to her butt. She, I showed these pictures to, to Dr. Lakey the other day. She had multiple open wounds in her buttocks. She had to fly home. She didn't know where to go or what to do. She felt deformed. And the best part about this whole thing was she kept trying to call the clinic and talk to the doctor and she could not get in touch with anyone. 
And that's what we're talking about with Dr. Lakey said. Things go wrong. Listen, mm. it, it, the surgeon probably did everything right and something went wrong. She probably sat on a plane for 12 hours on the way back and had fat necrosis, which then turned into an abscess and then turned into an open wound. These things happen. But if it's in your own backyard, the repercussions are much less and mm. the complications much, it, it could be controlled a lot better. That's all. Yep. Well, listen, hopefully you learned something today. Uh, definitely, if you have any questions, reach out to us because we're happy to direct you however we can. Uh, once again, this is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payment Daniel Poor. You can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Peace. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.